Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Great News. I'm Kevin Ryder. This is Mike Catherwood. Yeah. And we bring you only positive stories. That's right. We want to put a smile on your face and make you feel good about humanity. It's time for the intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. I like it. Um, this couple, there's a devoted wife in Omaha, Nebraska. She had been married for 13 years okay. to a man who unfortunately lost his life to cancer. Great news. All right. Woo! Happy. And she sort of loved his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He was all about having a sense of humor. And she decided that she wanted to bring that to his obituary. Oh, that's cool. Why write it like normal when you can highlight... Actually pay respect to the guy yes. who he would want to be paid, paid So, respect. first of all, she called him dead sexy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. Then she says his departure was just in time for him to make his spiritual appearance at every Red Sox spring game, she observed. If you knew Eric, you knew you were loved, and there's a good chance that he told you that. Probably sober, but not always. <laughs> Nice. Then she continued, Eric loved in this order, his smoking hot wife, his brilliant kids and family, his many friends, the Boston Red Sox, the Kansas City Chiefs, before being a Chiefs fan, was cool, the Huskers, Liverpool in England, uh, iced tea, Adidas sneakers, fishing, backpacking, hiking, hunting, and any old Chevy that he saw around. Yeah. And then she says a memorial service will be hold. Admission is free to all who attend this once in a lifetime show <laughs> for the greatest man on earth. Following the service, the family requests jamming out to Ozzy Osbourne and raising a cold beer, preferably bush light, in celebration of I'll Eric's that life. <laughs> I'll forgive that, but everything else sounds amazing. Well, he must have loved bush light, which makes me love him more. <laughs> okay. Because what's he doing? That's true. And and <laughs> and by the way, that they, she's even promoting it. Because you know, there was that thing. And she's like, should we say uh, St. Pauli girl? Make or him sound really, cooler? Yeah. <laughs> should we go with, uh, uh, you know, anchor steam or something really nice? <laughs> no, she. Uh, that was her whole thing. She was celebrating who the man was yeah, by, that, by saying that. That really is beautiful, honestly. Um, and, you know, I, a lot more of that should be done and I don't want to crap on people, but you know, when people die, you get this sense that you have to almost in a way of paying respect, do something overly formal. Yeah. And oftentimes I feel like people forget who you're paying homage to. It's like, would that guy really like that? Would he really like you all getting in suits and listening to bagpipes? Probably not. You know, (laughs) (laughs) when I go, I want to have my ashes made into paintballs. And then there'll be a giant paintball war. Dude, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> just came seriously up with like it. a great idea. You can have it. <laughs> um, so right here in Southern California, a La Crescenta teen created something special during the pandemic. Check this out. Audiobooks and ebooks can tell a story, but there's just something so special about getting lost in a physical book. With libraries closed, a La Crescenta man had an idea if kids can't go to libraries, he could bring libraries to them. Here's NBC4's Hetty Chang. 17-year-old Alden Marriott's love for reading grew from childhood. I really liked coming home from the library with a bunch of books 
and it was just lousy thinking of everyone on the computer. His love for books made him realize the lack of books for kids right now. The pandemic shuttered libraries, including one at his neighborhood school, Monte Vista Elementary, where Alden's mom is a librarian. I thought, wow, maybe we could do something, but I wasn't sure how the library was closed, the school was closed, nobody was on campus, and um, we kind of came up with the plan. With a plan and a purpose, the Crescenta Valley High School student went to work, collecting and sanitizing thousands of books. He then convinced a local car dealership to donate a van. I outfitted with uh, stacks of book carrying crates and customized the exterior with colorful magnets. Every week, Alden, with the help of volunteers, drives around La Crescenta in his bookmobile. Kids can track him on an app, and with as much excitement as waiting for Santa, many can't wait for their weekly delivery of their favorite stories. Sometimes they're like waiting, looking outside their window, and I love seeing them rush out their front doors to come get their delivery. Some kids so excited to read, they start right there on the driveway. What do you love about books? I like the escape. And I just feel like more satisfied after reading an entire book than by like, I don't know, aimlessly scrolling through TikTok or something. It's just a lot more gratifying. Alden, grateful he can share his love of reading one stop at a time. Hetty Chang, NBC4 News. How about that? Oh boy. I tried. When I was 17, I was still throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Joyner. Poor Robbie. So that guy's way ahead of me. I was thinking about like if I had to deal with COVID in the lockdown in high school. Yeah. And I was being on like being honest with myself. Would I do something like that? And the answer is so, so much. No, very much. No, but I would totally do like a service where I just visited all the all girls schools in San Gabriel Valley because I'd be like, Oh, you know, you don't really get a chance to have any boys in your life. So here I am Alverno. And Sacred Heart. I'm not positive that's what they want. Nice to meet you. At an all-girls school. I'm saying that because of the lockdown, Kevin, I they get don't it. get their normal socialization. I get it. <clears throat> that's what I would do. <laughs> uh, 52% of Americans surveyed say they volunteered for the first time last year. 52%? Yes. Holy mackerel. 65% said the pandemic had provided them with a wake-up call. And a new survey of 2,000 Americans revealed that 52% are for the very first time thinking about, hey, people need my help, I need to help. How many percent? 52. Okay. Listen to that. My man Kevin Ryder just said 52% of Americans are taking it upon themselves to start volunteering to give back during the pandemic. For the first time. For the first time in their life, this is what spawned them becoming more giving and more caring about people around them. 52%. That's half of Americans. But you will turn on the news tonight and find the 0.0008% of the shitheads who are getting in a fist fight at Walmart for not wearing a mask. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we do this show. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Uh, delivering food to essential workers, 35%. Volunteering to help elderly, 23%. Volunteering at food pantries, 20%. So it's just whoever, I guess whoever you're touched by. Maybe your grandparent needs help, and so you help older people. I'm touched by the fact that you're a grown man 
with a legendary career in broadcasting and you have your shirt on backwards. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Well, that's how it goes. You're a grown, a grown oh. man with children that has a, a huge, long-lasting career. And <laughs> do you think this is uh, out of the ordinary? <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel good. Wait, that when did you uh, realize? At, right as you were giving that last little speech oh, about, you did. Your, okay. about uh, gotcha. the, the great people. About volunteering. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm Look, okay with it. It looks ha- cool. It's kind of cool. It's how I roll. Yeah. Apparently. Um, this next story, Kevin. I'm sorry if I. Wow. You know, oftentimes, Kevin, yeah. um, it, it can be tough pulling these stories because they're so moving. Right. Because they make you feel so much inside. You, you, you can cry. You can have these unbelievable visceral reactions. And uh, a listener, a fan of ours, Alex Sorbelletti, he... Uh, Wow, this one's getting you. He alerted me to a story that moved me in a way that I haven't been moved in a long time. Kevin, go ahead and check out this picture. Oh my God! Yannette Garcia is doing that! (laughs) This is the weather woman from... Mexican weather woman. She's doing some project that involves this! Oh my God! What the? That's um. Maybe the kid needed a weather update. Holy mackerel! And this is your great news. Yes. This some for some reason there's some project that exists where she put that on and people gathered around and took pictures or filmed her doing something. I assume people gather around and film her doing stuff no matter what she oh does. Oh my goodness. And uh thank you Mexico <laughs> for all that you do. Oh. <laughs> She is a weather woman on TV. That is true. You know, every once in a while, I'll see a documentary about like Julio Cesar Chavez or, or you know, some, some magnanimous Mexican or Mexican-American. And, I, and I, I get goosebumps because I was like, that's in my blood. I'm so proud of my culture. And I feel that way right now. I'm sure I'm you like, do. I'm so I'm happy. I'm sure that's not all you're feeling. I'm so happy that she is from Mexico. Like, that's a part of my culture. This is my lineage. <laughs> this is my... It's hereditary, this. Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> do you think she likes guys who put their shirts on backwards? Probably. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um... My next story is a former student that helps a teacher who was left. Nice. 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 Right. Nice. Nice. If you're going to pull something from South Park, pull, uh, <laughs> pull Randy when he's. <laughs> nope. Drenched in himself nope. from looking at the computer. Because that's, no, that's what happens when Mike sees Yannette Garcia. No, that's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we all go through difficult times. Sure. And somehow most of us find the courage to move on. In some cases, though, people who, en- who help you mm-hmm. end up needing help themselves. And Jose Villarreal mm-hmm. is a former substitute teacher in Southern California who was unemployed because of the pandemic. 
and he ended up homeless. And during the last few weeks, a student noticed him sitting. Do we have video for this story? No, pictures. Pictures, okay. A student noticed him and remembered him as, hey, aren't, weren't you my teacher? Oh, man. And the guy said, yeah. And he said, I noticed all my belongings were in his car. All his belongings were oh, in his car. Man. And I realized he was homeless. And this kid gave him $300 and helped him find a hotel. I had a mission to help a teacher who was going through difficult times during the pandemic. And he said he immediately opened a GoFundMe account, like we've seen so many times. And it was, I think their goal was $5,000, and I think it got up to like twenty-six grand. Wow. Yeah. This is it right here in Fontana, right? Is this yes. California? Wow, good for you. Isn't really that great? Good. You see somebody that has really put them li their lives into you, and you can help them. That's beautiful. Shut I like up. to put my lives into it. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's great. And honestly, oh, let me just uh, interrupt. In uh, three days, they raised wow. $26,000. Okay, back to you. Well, it also, first off, congratulations to that kid for, for being so giving and being, being so helpful. And, and by the so way, for seeing him and recognizing who he is, mm -hmm. a lot of times you just walk past and you try to don't look, especially in masks, because it's really a difficult thing to see. He not only looked, recognized the man and said, let me help yeah, you. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, it really is. But also, um, it just goes to show the giving nature of people when they hear a story like that, you know, so, you know, congratulations to everybody involved. That was, that was a beautiful story. This next one, Kevin, I think you uh, will be excited to hear because you are such a big football fan. You are a, yes, soccer. a fan of soccer. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a Manchester United superstar named Marcus Rashford who is impossibly good looking. Yeah, he's amazing. Like he is so rich and so good yeah. at his sport. And he, like, that's the, the, that's the worst picture that's ever been taken. Right. Of him. He's like, the, if you go to his Instagram, it's like shirtless dude. He looks like, he looks like a, like a model. Um, he's like the Tom Brady of, he's of, really great of the English premier league. Well, he's also an incredibly giving and uh, thoughtful human being in the last year. In the last one year, he has raised 20 million pounds. That's $27,700,000 for Fair Share, which is an organization that tackles food poverty in the UK, with one in five families facing hunger in the UK. Rashford says, seeing people go through what he went through sprung him to action. This young man was raised in an environment where he was, unfortunately, not knowing when he was going to get his next meal. So he felt like he needed to give back since he's been so fortunate. Rashford packed and delivered the meals alongside his proud mom. Is that he's, right? He's also put pressure on the government to reinstate programs to provide free school meals for school children during vacation and summer months. Last month, February of 2021, Rashford teamed up with AIDI, a grocery store chain, ID, maybe a grocery store chain in the UK, pledging another 10 million meals to be tacked on for 2021. Hats off to you. Marcus Rashford. That is amazing. It's amazing when people who have the talent and the finances to make that big of a difference to yeah. actually do it. Yeah, yeah. And, Follow and, through and, and do and it. And it, uh, it's inspirational. On top of being moving and touching, it's inspirational to know that a young boy who grew up 
in such poverty that he didn't know how he was going to eat is now so rich that he's just going to be like a real Robin Hood, you know, and yeah. go out and give back to the community. Yeah. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> if you like this show, oh. <laughs> dude, subscribe, dude. I'm going to coming Chevrolet on this one. <laughs> if you like this show, subscribe to it. And hit the little bell so you'll be notified when we put up an episode. Here's another thing. And perhaps a thumbs up or anything else up. A lot of up here. <laughs> Listen, I don't you could be a gay dude or a straight girl. Come on with that, right? It's like when you see you ever see like uh you ever see like Jason Momoa? Yeah. You know, and sure. like you're, you're a straight guy and everything, but you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, what yeah. the f That's a beautiful shit. human being. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Outro! You know, yeah, that's me, Kevin. Look, look, look. That's me last night when I found, when I found that picture. <laughs> Say hello. I can't hello believe you to found it. happy goodbye to the blues because Kevin and Mike and Yannette Garcia just gave you great news. Huh? <laughs> 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 Huh. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. <laughs>